Welcome to the Nerd Tutorial Podcast, a podcast offering discussions, tutorials about nerdy subjects for people who aren't necessarily nerdy themselves. With you today is myself, your nerdy tutor, George, and with me here today, my ho-ho-ho mom. Ho-ho-ho, I'm a Christmas girl. Absolutely. Um, So... I wanted to do this episode as we get closer to the Christmas season, which is obviously a buying time for people. Oh, and Black, Black Friday's 10 days away. Yes, and I know a lot of people are gearing up for Black Friday, Cyber Monday, whatever they call Saturday and Sunday now here as well. Um, and so I thought that we would do this with the anticipation that people will probably be on vacation and not following us the next week because of Thanksgiving, which is a possibility. Um, but I wanted to offer this to people who, just in case, who may not know how to shop for a nerd. Cool. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the different things we could get for nerds, but also what our experiences are with buying stuff for nerds as well, or getting gifts for people who are nerds as well. So okay. I figured this was a, a good opportunity to start with that kind of stuff. So, Mom, what do you know about shopping for a nerd, considering you've done it quite a bit? I've done quite a bit. Um, okay, so so you you have every StarCraft ornament I think Hallmark has ever made, mm-hmm. um, or, or or most of them anyway. Um, I I think it's it's a challenge. There are places you can go on the internet. There's a couple of websites that I'll usually look at that are magazines that have like gear guides and things like that. That I'll try to find things for nerds. Mm-hmm. But I'm probably not that inventive about it. I mean, I, I like like one year I got everybody thumb drives that were in the shape of a thumb. Uh, I think I, I still have mine. I still think it's very cool. Okay. I take it to work occasionally and put it put it in just to watch people freak out. I was like, oh my goodness, what is that? Oh, that's my thumb drive. See. Uh-huh. Um, and and I even went to the effort um, for the for the two girls that I gave it to um, to to paint fingernail polish on the thumbnail. Oh, that's even funnier. Um, so I think um, you know I've I've gone the route of cord ties and um, uh, I shouldn't tell you but this year I, I found because we have power outages in mm-hmm. California um, I found little battery packs little battery packs um, that will um, charge your phone. Oh, those that, are always useful. Well, not but these aren't the standard ones that you then recharge. These were like little almost like batteries that will plug into the back of your phone oh okay so I'm, I'm curious to see how how y'all like those and that was specifically because we have a we've been having power power outages uh during in our, in our area yeah yeah during during high winds um so i mean over the years it's taken a lot of forms um when your brother went to the peace corps i was finding solar um chargers for um for his computer and his cell phone and stuff like that um so so mostly I'm reliant on sort of gear guides from different like PC Weekly and things like that. Okay, that's a good way to shop. I mean, it, what you have available to you is what you're going to have available to you. And there are nerd websites, and they are all over the map. I, I would I would imagine they are, and and they have a lot of the the you know sort of nerd things my concern with there is is like i don't always understand what people are collecting and what's a good one and a bad one um i mean i think i got you chewy last year from the from a, a chewy bobblehead from a giants game i got that on ebay yes i he's sitting right over there next to the thor hammer there he is yeah so because i know personally that you're a fan of of, of chewbacca i'm a big fan of chewbacca and i I would love to one day build my own Chewbacca costume and like with the risers and everything to get up to like six foot nine or seven feet tall. Um, it's one of those ones where I know it, the mask is the hardest part. That might be something I buy, but the rest of the costume is actually not that difficult. It's yeah. just very time consuming and laborious. Yeah. So, so I mean, I think I get I get challenged by by trying to find, you know. It's, I have one of you that likes the Green Ranger, and yes. it's, it's hard actually to find Green Ranger things. So eBay is my friend. eBay is a very good option here. Um, yeah, no, I think a lot of when purchasing stuff for a nerd is knowing your nerd at the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, and it might take knowing what they're into or finding out mm-hmm. who their friends are to ask what they're into. In a lot of cases, um, and every nerd is going to be very different. So again, like you might. 
have difficulty connecting with a nerd. This might be an office mate or something, so you might have a very tangential knowledge of what they're into. Um, But it's... I think shopping for nerds can be more difficult because they don't... Nerds in general, I think, have a problem with socializing versus people who are not necessarily nerdy or into more common stuff. Now, pop culture stuff is becoming more and more popular. Um, As an example here, nobody would have thought Game of Thrones was a big deal, but everybody is kind of into Game of Thrones on a certain level. Um, And it's kind of the same with the Marvel movies, where people are certainly into the Marvel movies and and can enjoy them. Um, But I think in general, nerdy culture is not, you know, typical. Well, it's becoming more mainstream. I actually had this this conversation with your cousin just a couple of days ago where we were talking about being counterculture and being a nerd is no longer counterculture. It's not counterculture because we're because it's slowly becoming more prevalent. Um, I think one of the best things that can happen to nerds was the internet, which gives them the platform to reach out to other people who are also very much into what they're into. Um, but I think when it comes to like repetitions of like going to work and talking about the latest Marvel movie that comes out, that a lot of people think that's uh, that a lot of people, or at least some I know, are not don't consider it the most highbrow office conversation, maybe, or or may not consider you know that oh hey this new anime came out have you seen it here yet or hey let's talk about X Y and Z that's kind of hard to find in your area without coming off as being oh he's the guy that's interested in cartoons yeah no I and and I totally get it when you mentioned I mentioned to somebody that um, how surprised I was to really enjoy the manga museum mm-hmm. they're like oh so you're you're into you know car- cartoon magazines and I'm like no that's not what that was about no and I think in, I think a lot of people very much doubt the usefulness of these brands I mean like I can very much tell you that um, and this is and I'll plug it anyway it's just because I thought it was a, a beautiful movie at the same time there's a movie on Netflix called The Silent Voice, um, and it is one of the strongest movies in mo- original mangas, because I read it as a manga initially, um, about bullying. Oh. And I found it to be a very interesting story, because um, basically in in fifth or sixth grade, um, you had this very normal classroom, and suddenly into this classroom came a girl that was deaf. She couldn't hear anything, and she had hearing aids on, so she had a little bit of help hearing, but not by much. And this one kid picked on her. And eventually his picking on her gave everyone else the courage to kind of pick on her as well in subtle ways. Um, So initially they were very willing to help her because she couldn't follow along with what the teacher was saying, uh, so they would help her write notes, and eventually they found that to be too annoying to write notes for her, and... Eventually, you know, like she couldn't participate in a lot of the other games because she can't hear at all. And they were all slowly picking on her until the point that the one, this one kid is way picking on her to the point of like taking out her hearing aids and throwing them away or breaking them or taking out her backpack and dumping all of its contents. And yeah. she eventually moves away because of the bullying. Um, but as a result here, the class now turns all of their attention on the bullying to the bully. Bully, yeah. And as a result, he's gone. When he gets to middle school, he tries to reinvent himself as a nice guy, and you know, like, hey, I'm really, you know, like, hey, I'm a really cool guy. But other other people from his middle from his elementary school fall along. It's like, oh, don't get don't get involved yeah. with him. He's he's a real asshole and he's a bad guy. So he has no friends in um, middle school, and as a result, when he finally gets to high school. He's got su- he's considering suicide because he just has not been able to connect or had a real life, and the only thing that stops him from literally going through with suicide is that he goes back to the girl who we bullied originally and apologizes to her in sign language. Oh, that's very cool. And eventually they form a you know he's trying to apologize. He's actually a pretty meek and nice guy at the end of the day. He just doesn't know how to communicate with other people and when he was a kid he was very much unfortunately a kid and it's a very sweet movie about trying to get over um people who were bullies trying to learn how not to be bullies and how you know their ostracization from the world has really kind of affected him in the most part that he doesn't even see people anymore and i found it to be a very 
moving movie and at the same time a very um, heartwarming sort of manga because I thought it would it dealt with a very serious topic, not in a lighthearted way either. Like it was drawn, it, w- it was drawn in very much a cartoony kind of not a very cartoony style, but a very manga style. Uh huh. Um, but like it treated the material with all due difference. Now, yeah, there's a little bit of comedy in it, but I think it was a great movie in general. Um, I think one of the best parts about the entire movie was both for the Japanese dub and for the English dub, they found death people to do the 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 lines for the death person. Oh, that's cool. And I think that that was actually a very um, sweet thing because I thought that was very much in the spirit of the movie, in, of the character at the end of the day. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, I know, you know, when we did our our segment on manga, much of what I read was actually pretty serious. You had the kid whose father closed the restaurant, and he was trying to become a chef, and mm-hmm. um, and uh, and certainly nothing funny about uh, mon- you know children being fed to monsters. No, um, but sp- but I think a lot of those have very interesting stories or interesting questions that it offers to people with yeah. answers. Admittingly, in kind of a unique way. I mean, like, who would ever have thought that you could have an entire story around breaking out of an orphanage that's secretly going to feed you to somebody else later on and trying to, you know... Is that kind of how, like, maybe Jewish people felt at one point when they were trying to avoid the Nazis? Or other people who are, you know, out in public trying to avoid other people without them knowing what's going on? Like... Okay. It's kind of an interesting so, way of looking at stuff. So how do I support my my manga nerd? So there's a couple different ways to support nerds in general. One of the ways is easy is just to talk with them. And even if you don't have any understanding what they're talking about, like just a passing understanding will be perfectly fine. Okay. A lot of nerds just like to talk to other people about what they're really into. Okay. Um, but on the topic of giving gifts, I've given a couple different options here as far as gifts. Okay. And I've broken it down into a couple different forms. I've got basic slash necessities, I've got indulgences, and I've got specialty. Oh, very good. So um, so for basics, this is not necessarily... These are kind of more easier gifts that you can give, maybe. And I'm not really going to say what to give, but give you ideas about things you okay. can give. Because um, I don't think it's fair for me to tell you, oh, you should go buy this, 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 because all nerds will love it, because not every nerd is going to like one thing or another, even. Wait, any, any, anything in there for my, my favorite dungeon master? I might give you some hints later. Okay. All right. So one of the things I can recommend here, obviously, is going to be gift cards. Gift cards are great options if you don't really know your nerd very well, and they come in multiple plethoras of options. Um, obviously, an Amazon gift card with the prevalence of Amazon is very useful. Um, I know I've done fries. Fries, fries for me are great because I love yeah. electronics. Um, if you have a person that's say into Magic the Gathering, there is a website called Card Kingdom which that does nothing but Magic the Gathering cards, and they do offer gift cards. So some specialty websites like that could okay. work well. Um, even ThinkGeek, ThinkGeek, which is a very I have nerdy, been on, I bought things on ThinkGeek, which is a very trendy nerdy nerdy website yeah. has options there for you. Um, an alternative to getting gift cards might be getting virtual currency for video games too. So if you have a person that's into, let's say, Minecraft, you can buy them some in-game currency that might let them get something online um, for their their character or unlock an option for them in a game, maybe. Okay. So online currency is also um, a good option here as well. So it might also be the new Star Wars Battlefront or the new game that might have some microtransactions in there. That might be an option to... um, give somebody an option to there too so well my my granddaughters play minecraft and i hadn't even thought of giving them online currency but that might be nice for them i worry about online currency because sometimes it can also be um a little bit of a sometimes it's a switch because sometimes if you buy something with online currency and you see it's not that difficult to do it you're more rel- you're more liable to want to do it more consistently oh okay and sometimes that can lead into um, a very negative spiral that's often how gambling kind of works like the first time you gamble and you win money it's like oh I can do this all the time and I can just keep and I can win money when you you know you keep feeding more and more into it but you don't get what you want out of it because well, it's like like the old farmville stories where people were Suddenly had had uh, run up three and four hundred dollars in Farmville 
Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And with the prevalence of online, um, online loot boxes, as it's called, the loot box mechanics is basically that there are um, things inside a game that are kind of hidden as gotcha sort of things, kind of like uh-huh. gotcha, kind of like the gotcha toys that we get for our my nieces. Uh huh. Um, but you pay virtual currency for that. You don't really, and you might get a plethora of items, but not really knowing what's in there at all. Okay. Um, and there are some countries that are actually taking. Um, a lot of uh, stances against that America is starting to be one of them where um, laws will come out that possibly will not allow this loot box mechanic in the future. Okay. Um, so keep in mind virtual currency as an option, um, but also know your, know your nerd as well a little bit. If they've got like kind of a gambling sort of tendency or easily sort of into that kind of habit kind of forming stuff, it may not be the best option for them either. Good, good point. Uh, the other thing I want to mention here are subscriptions. Oh. So subscriptions to things that somebody does frequently might be very useful to might be very useful to somebody. So, uh, you know, maybe six months to a year of maybe Netflix or Hulu might be very useful to somebody. Um, if you have somebody who's on one of the video game consoles, maybe paying for a year worth of the online services might be useful to them as well. Well, and a uh, lot of times, if you buy a full year at one time, you get a, d- a pretty good discount yeah, too. Yeah, and that's what I and why I usually recommend a year because um, you usually get a pretty hefty discount on there where you're saving probably three to four dollars every month in some cases. Now, do uh, you do you need to make sure that you set it to non renewal so that when it expires, it doesn't renew on your card? That's an option there as well, but a lot of um, subscription services like that nowadays, I think, actually even offer to. Um, you can buy the gift card in the store and gift it to a person. Oh, perfect. So okay. I, I haven't seen, I, I can't swear by Netflix, but I have seen Crunchyroll as an example. Um, I have seen like Xbox and PlayStation uh, gift cards there as well. Um, Nintendo recently released one for the Switch as well, but I haven't seen that one out there recently. But um, maybe, so would you have a, do you know if, if somebody like GameStop or something like that might carry those cards? Yeah. Yeah, GameStop would definitely carry stuff like that. Your local grocery store or your local uh, drugstore, like a CVS, okay. Walgreens, will definitely have like a big thing, selection, of, a big yeah. selection of that, of gift cards there. And there's usually always at least some sort of video game related sort of thing. Usually okay. whatever's the most popular in a lot of cases. Okay. Um, if not, you can also go to just the website itself, and I'm sure there's got to be a way to gift through Netflix here. I'm, I'm fairly certain Okay. Um, about that. Okay. Um, the other thing I can recommend, which are not in-game loot boxes, but loot box subscriptions. Okay. So loot box subscriptions, the most popular one I can recommend, probably like Loot Crate as an example, sends you nerdy stuff in the mail every month. So you get a little box that's probably no bigger than my Switch here, as an example, that, you know, and maybe about three or four inches tall might have, like, a T-shirt, mug, specialty figurine in there. I have seen this because I actually do subscribe to, to you know, Fit Fab yeah. boxes. And um, and I've, so I've, I saw that that was an offering. And they have and they have ones that are catered to different sort of things. So I know they have one that are for, um, I think one of them is called Weeb Box, which has... Japanese nerdy stuff in there. Loot uh-huh. box is kind of more your all-around nerdy stuff. Um, I have a very, um, I have a very well-loved little uh, Doctor Strange figurine that actually originally came in a loot box, and I bought it secondhand. Off the, um, I actually got it at a convention because it was being sold as is from the loot box because there were extra orders of it. Yeah. Um, another one that I've seen that I know a friend has access to is there's a there's a loot box that is nothing but Japanese confections. So oh, Japanese candy. Cool. So, so yeah, yeah. I know there's a pro wrestling one out there as well, and there's I'm sure there's a Star Wars one and a Magic the Gathering or and stuff like that out there too. So there there are ones out there, and I have a link to one that has a lot of the good like 20 awesome subscription box services. Oh, very good. Okay. So there are those there, and basically when I think about basic and necessity sort of things, these are easy things to give, but they might also take away some of the burden that nerds might have in general for towards stuff. Okay. And that might also just be like a gift card to go buy groceries too in some cases. You know, something that takes your mind off of, something that makes sure that they can spend their money on more nerdy stuff if they want to in some cases. Yeah. So again, obviously you're going to want to know your nerd. That'll be a major theme here is knowing your nerd. Okay. Um, the next topic I recommend here is indulgences. 
with Christmas and birthdays are really a chance to indulge in stuff. And so usually indulging might mean a higher ticket item or something that's a little bit harder to find maybe. Um, but this is all kind of stuff that I think would usually be over a hundred to $150 in a lot of cases here. Like okay. this is if you were going to indulge yourself to get something. Okay. Um, and I think one of the most popular things that people like to get are video games, video game consoles in particular. And while we haven't discussed it, um, video game consoles here yet, I want to just run through the most popular three right now because I figure this might come up. Okay. So um, there are three major game consoles out there right now. There is the PlayStation 4, the Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. Most people who are going to have one of these consoles will usually just have the one console usually. Sometimes supporting multiple consoles can be very difficult um, in some cases, but that's not usually a difficulty for everybody. Um, and even sometimes getting the second hand from like a GameStop or something where they have refurbished models is a good alternative to getting it brand new as well. Um, if mostly just because you can get a refurbished model, which means that they've made sure everything is working in it. These consoles are usually built in a pretty robust fashion, so they don't break down all that easily or often yeah. without a lot of wear and tear on them. Um, and usually GameStop will give you the option to get like one game and one controller with it as well. So sometimes that might be easier too. Well, I know, I and I know when uh, when we were into, was it Rockstar? I yeah. got, I got um, guitars. Mm -hmm. Guitar and a drum, I think. Oh, yeah. At GameStop, refurbished. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think I think GameStop's a great option to also just, if you want, if you didn't know if you wanted to really truly get a video game or not, you can buy it there and then return it um, or sell it back to them within a certain amount of time. So I think GameStop's a good option for video, for getting video games if you really want to. And I'm sure they offer gift cards for GameStop as well. I, I, I have given gift cards for GameStop. Oh, yeah. So... Um, but of the major four consoles here, the ones, um, we'll break them down a little bit for you here. We have the PlayStation 4. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to have quite a number of games. I think probably more than uh, both the Switch and the Xbox because it has great third-party support. Uh -huh. uh, plus it also has a number of titles that are just uh, specific just to itself, like uh, God of War, Spider-Man came out for it. I think it's an exclusive um, you also had Kingdom Hearts 3, and uh, a lot of the Final Fantasy games will come out there almost exclusively on that console as well. Um, so it's great what they call third-party support, so a lot of the games that are not yeah. made in-house are made by outside companies. Um, so I think PlayStation 4 is a great console. Um, it's got amazing graphics on it, because Sony usually has, does a really great job with its graphics and its uh, hardware. Um, the other thing I would recommend for you here is that it's also, if you're very, if you ever interested into uh, VR, or VR headsets and things like that, because it's starting to become a little bit more um, easier access for, a mm -hmm. PlayStation 4 is a very easy turnkey way to get into that because um, you can buy all of some of the hardware for it uh, for about $200 or so, some of the hardware for it, and immediately just plug and play into a PlayStation 4. Oh, nice. Okay. So, um, with the exception of, like, let's say, like, my setup, which is an HTC Vibe, mm -hmm. there's quite a number of software to download, and there's a certain setup in the room that you'll need to configure, and a couple wires, and maybe some stuff works with it and some stuff doesn't. Um, as for, like, a PlayStation 4, you just plug the stuff in. The games were, you can buy the games directly from the network or purchase them uh, from a store. You put it in let it do its thing and it'll do it for you. So it's a very kind of turnkey way of doing it. Okay. Um, and so if you were ever interested in that, that's an easier option to do that, to do that with um, down the line. Um, it's also, I think, one of the only consoles that's going to support 4K games eventually. Um, but considering we don't really even support 4K, uh, really don't su properly support 4K TVs with 4K media yet, like... There's a there's a boundary that'll exist there for right now. Okay. Um, the other thing I'll say about PlayStation Four is that if you're kind of more um, of a Japanese style flavor of games, you might find the PlayStation Four having more of those types of games on there. Oh, so, and why is that? Um, well, the PlayStation Four is made by Sony, which is primarily okay. a Japanese yeah. company. Um, and while the Xbox One is a very or the Xbox and Xbox One are very good consoles. 
um, they're not well beloved in Japan. Okay. They're not as common, at least, rather. Okay. Um, so we saw we, we okay. So when we were in Japan, we saw a lot of switches. Yes, because Nintendo is a, is a primarily Japanese originally based company. Okay. Um, so that that's not uncommon. Plus, Nintendo really doesn't do a whole lot of things wrong at any particular point. It's a very difficult thing for Nintendo to do wrong because it's tied with so much nostalgia. Okay. At the end of the day, um, the next one here, obviously, we can go to is actually the Nintendo Switch. Um, now, it's got a lot of great games on it, but a lot of great first-party games. These are a lot of games that are made either uh, by Nintendo or directly subsidiaries of Nintendo. This is where you're going to get your uh, your Mario games, your Pokemon, and a lot of uh, Zelda. These are a lot of like... Kirby. Kirby, yeah. These are a lot of more family-friendly games. Yep. Um, and they have all their games that come from them, from Nintendo directly, are amazing games. Um, it's slowly starting to get better third-party support, and they were one of the first ones to really embrace um, the indie game culture, which is kind of like this uh, culture of people who make games not who make games who are like three or four people in a in a in a shoebox office making yeah. a game or yeah. very simple but very fun and beloved games. Um, they were one of the first ones to really kind of tap into that market with the Switch here, I think. Um, it's also a portable system, so it's very much something you can take on the road with you, which is not something you can save the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4 at all. So it's very easy to kind of pick it up, take it to somebody else's house to play with it right away, or take it with you while you're on the bus or an airplane. Very easy to travel with it. Um, I think it's great for um, local multiplayer as well, because it does have the option to kind of split itself up. Um, that being said, um, I think Nintendo is a great thing if you have a family, or if okay. you have smaller, or if you have smaller children, like my nieces, as an example, because a lot of the games for Nintendo really do cater more toward family friendly and not quite so aggressive or mature. If you have a teenager, maybe it's something to aim more toward, like a PlayStation Four and Xbox One. But if you have younger kids under uh, around ten to younger the Switch would probably be the better option for them. Okay. Um, and then speaking of the Xbox One, this is a also a really great console for games and graphics. It's going to have a large library. Um, I think a lot of the Xbox One games tend to gear more toward a Western audience, though. Um, so we'll tend to find more uh, shooters on there, um, more sports games. So those are definitely good options there. Madden. Madden, definitely. Um, I think the Xbox One is also a much better media platform as well because it's tied in with the Microsoft Store, which has just an abundance of other stuff on it in general beyond just their games. So it's very useful for multimedia. It's also one of the few consoles that has an HD Blu-ray drive in it. So if you so, want so to, so you realize that this whole discussion is is another another episode for us. It could be an entire episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I wanted to at least get the yep. basics of it yep. here so um now a lot of your gamers will probably already have one of these consoles here in a lot of cases um if you're aiming to this is probably going to be a better choice for somebody who is a younger age or somebody you're still watching so if you have like somebody who's still in high school or middle school or elementary school maybe mm -hmm. um and you would know whether you have one of these systems or not before you buy it so okay um, so in a lot of cases, most people only support the one console. If somebody had to ask me, well, I have the Switch right now, what would I get second? I would recommend the PlayStation 4. Okay. Um, also because I think there's a lot of great titles on there, and I think that it has um, a number of good upsides to it uh, versus the Xbox One. I don't see a lot of games that I want to play on it. Yeah. But that's games I want to play on it. Uh, but if you want to play Minecraft, they're on all those consoles. Okay. So there's no there's no fear or loss in that. Okay. Um, another indulgence here for um, what I think for that really kind of speaks to itself as electronics and is in general here in this case. Um, if you are interested in purchasing electronic anything for somebody, there's a couple tricks and tips you might want to consider here. Um, the first one I would recommend is that if you're going to buy like a laptop, a computer, a phone. My recommendation is to aim for the newest, if you can. This is gonna be one of those cases where you wanna buy more than you're gonna get out of it necessarily. So it's in, so it's a good investment not to buy a $300 laptop, but buy 
a eight or nine hundred dollar laptop. And the reason so, so more is more. Um, well, more is more. The better the specs you have for for this in this case here, the longer it's going to last. Yeah, that's true. Um, and one of the comments that that I you know I have for buying electronics is I know um, your father, for example, um, was gifted with a new phone, mm-hmm. and and as much as that was a lovely thing. The person buying it thought, oh, a new bigger phone would be, he would really like a bigger phone because a bigger screen and and all. He hated the bigger phone because it doesn't fit in his pocket. So um, part of it, I think, is, or I shouldn't say hated. Hate is too strong a word. But he just likes it. It wasn't as popular as... As, as, as he thought it would be. Yeah. As other people thought as it would other, be. As other people thought it would be. He, he did eventually come to grow to like it very much mm-hmm. but but the initial response was well Jesus just so big yeah so I mean is there sense in kind of knowing what what the parameters are because it, I wouldn't the last thing I'd ever buy if I got a million dollars the last thing I'd ever buy is buy a computer for you oh, because no, no. because I wouldn't need I, I wouldn't know what it needed true um, and you can buy again the state-of-the-art thing if it sometimes if it's not catered toward the right person, it would be it's going to not be very useful at the end of the day. Um, I think when it comes to stuff like cell phones and things like that, um, it would be useful to take the person down to the store to get the phone with you. Yeah, well, if only I mean, just because then you can kind of tailor to what you need at that particular point and talk about the needs that you might have. Well, I mean, I think if you're buying for a 15 or a 16 year old and you say, I'm giving you an iPhone 10, they're going, yay. But, um, but I think if you're buying for a nerd, nerds know what they're looking at. They do. And this is also a case where a gift card might be very useful as well. Um, well, here's my, here's my question for you with, with electronics is like, you know, if you told me, because I know they make them, um, you you know there was a specialty um, video card or sound card mm-hmm. uh, that you wanted for your system. Mm-hmm. Now that'd be a thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. And maybe I could look at a gear guide because I did, um, you know, to to figure out what that was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, a lot of this is sometimes just asking, you know, or. I coach this in a I coach this in a way that I think you should still do this if you do this. Uh, that go under the guise of giving the gift for somebody else. Yeah. So talk about, you know, so if you are, um, and I could recommend, as, as a recommendation here, let's say that you had to do an office gift exchange. Yeah. You know the, that this other person is into this. You might be able to say, like... My cousin Charlie. Hey, like, I've got a... Hey, you know about X, Y, and Z... I've got like a cousin or something that I got a that or I got a cousin or a niece or a nephew or something that's also into that. Like, what do you think would be a good idea as a as a Christmas present um, or something like that? You know, or in the case of maybe a younger some of these younger here, maybe the get the notion here is like, oh hey, like I have an office coworker or I I'm giving a gift as a as a like a, a, a angel tree sort of thing. Yeah. Maybe like yeah. I think that's a useful sort of bridge to find out what would be useful for that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, I, rec- I, I don't normally recommend computer parts unless you re- unless you know what they need. Um, and that's one of those times in which knowing your nerd is a very good thing. Yeah. Because um, again, if you were to tell me, oh, I'm going to get you this, it'd be like, no, don't get me that. It won't work with my computer. Yeah. Some things will go in and th- some things won't. Just out of, out of knowledge here. But if you went, wanted to go get a laptop... Um, and you in the was the, the intention was getting it for gaming on a certain level. Um, what I do recommend doing is obviously looking through ads because again with Black Friday coming around, you're going to see a lot more ads coming out for specialty sort of things, and especially if it's something you can purchase online, that probably be the better for you. Um, I don't. What I, about monitors? Monitors are universally good. Um, the one, the one trick I will say about monitors is good refresh rate. So if you decide you want to get a monitor, the better the refresh rate or the better the hertz on it, like uh, 120 hertz is a good starting point. They go up higher, uh, but that's less necessary. And what that does is that the screen is refreshing um, that many times in a second. And wow. in some games, like where the difference between 
life and death in a game could be literally frames, the quicker your monitor refreshes, the better in that case. Um, so but that's actually a cool insight. Yeah, so I mean, and that might be very useful. And obviously, the the tagline sometimes is the bigger the better. Also, kind of recognize where it's going to be at at the end of the day too. Like, so if it's going to be in a small room, a thirty-four or forty-inch screen is probably going to be way overdoing it. But a twenty-four inch screen is not a bad option. That's pretty a pretty standard size now is a twenty-four inch screen or a or an eighteen-inch screen in a lot of cases. Well, what what is that monster you have there? Um, so the one on the right is a 28, 28 is a 31 inch widescreen. Okay. And the television itself, which I double as my monitor, is a 42 inch wide. And mind you, when they measure it, they're measuring diagonally across. Right. Understood. Understood. Well, why widescreen? Um, most, um, a standard format nowadays, especially even when we go into a TV show and movies is what they call the, um which is a 16 by 9 ratio. I totally get it. So it's 16 inches at the bottom. It's like a 16 at the bottom and 9 across. And that might be inches or centimeters, right. but it's a, a ratio. It's the proportion, that, yeah. The proportion. And so um, it used to be like a 4 by 3 at one point. So you don't crop for the movie screen. Yeah. So now, yeah. So now the intention is kind of so you don't crop for the movie screen, but you have a lot more things that are coming out in this. Uh, widescreen sort of nature now because the prevalence of it is more common. Because people uh, people look at me funny because I have um, I have a widescreen laptop, and I have a widescreen la- laptop because I have to read blueprints. Mm-hmm. And then then that becomes very useful for reading blueprints and stuff. Yeah, and and people will look at me funny. Geez, you've got an odd shaped laptop. Well, yeah, because they're they're this the screen is designed for the proportion of blueprints, which are pretty similar to that. A cool gift I can recommend here for somebody who has multiple computer displays. So if a lot of what, so uh, my example here is my computer rig has two monitors on it. Right. There's a A monitor. Mine at work does as well. Yeah. So there's an A monitor and then there's kind of a B monitor. And my B uh-huh. monitor is usually websites that I'm looking up and, or a movie that's playing while I'm playing World of Warcraft because I have OCD and I can't, fo- can't not, not focus on three things at once. Um, so I have a problem there. Uh, one thing I can recommend here that I think is actually would work well for some people uh-huh. might be an, a computer armature arm. Oh, I know exactly what that is. So yeah. an armature arm is basically an arm that kind of rate that you can kind of move around as necessary. So you can kind of raise it up, bring it closer to you, move it back, tilt it back and forth. Um, it allows a little bit more customization with your monitor locations in some cases. And it actually even works really well if you have the option to tilt it sideways. For, um, as an example, I used to have a third monitor with my computer that freaked out a little bit on me, so I don't use it anymore. Uh, but I was using it to watch, I was using it to read uh, my Japanese manga. I was able to look at websites on there really easily. Um, I was also able to use it at one point for um, uh, voice recordings and other stuff like that because it's it's wide if because it, of its narrow profile at a at a sideways angle makes it ideal for long form reading. It's one of the reasons why I really love my uh, Surface uh, tablet is because I can do all the stuff I can do on my computer, but I can read manga and other comics on it beautifully on it because it's in that already in that narrow profile already that matches the web page or okay, the so thing I'm reading. So this brings up something um, else that's along the same lines. I have on my desk mm-hmm. um, a, um, and it, it fits nicely on my desk. I didn't want one of the desks that go up and down. Yes. Um, but I have a, um, it's heavy. Um, I have a, a thing that where if I hit, click a switch, I can lift my my monitors and my keyboard up and down. It has a keyboard tray on it. Oh, nice. Yeah, and so it shifts up and down, so I can work standing. Ah, oh, so you have a standing desk. I don't have a standing desk. Have I this, have this? I have this this apparatus on top of my desk. Well, that's useful. It does two things. First of all, um, it, it places my eye, my monitors so that they're eye level with me, so I'm looking directly at them when I'm sitting. But the other thing it does is is the whole thing. I, I hit a switch, and there's a, a bottom piece that stays down, and then the whole thing lifts. And that actually is a cool, you know, when you're talking about armatures, mm-hmm. it, this is not quite an armature, but allows me to, to work standing. Oh, yeah. And which if you had somebody with a home office might be a nice 
I think it would be an excellent option, even for somebody who spends a lot more of their time at their desk, is an yeah. option to, instead of sitting down, um, I almost would want to do it here. It's just I don't have the room for it on my desk. Yeah. Um, and even then, I don't, you know, there's not a whole lot I can imagine standing for at the same time because I don't sit at my desk for more than maybe two hours at a time. Uh, I, I was reviewing a 73-page document today, and I was on there for a while. Yeah. No, if you're yeah. on there for a long period of time, standing, yeah. is, I think, is a very useful thing. Yeah. Uh, but I recommend an armature of only just because um, it'll maybe breathe new life into somebody's room uh, or, our little, or their little setup there. And they're not terribly expensive. I think yeah. I got mine for about $60. And, yeah, it took me a little bit to uh, literally disconnect the monitor from the original stand that it was on. But that was, again, that was an hour of figuring out how to do it. Yeah. No, it absolutely, it actually is a brilliant idea. I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. On the, on the nature of games, I would, hardware in general, because we were talking about the, uh, the video game consoles and then we were talking about some computer stuff here. Um, games are a very popular option here as well. This is also one of those times you kind of want to know your nerd. So if you have the option to kind of peruse their selection of games that they already have, try to find something they don't already have. And this, again, is a little bit knowing your nerd again. Um, it, I find that a lot of times that they're the very big games, Minecraft, your Call of Duty, your Battlefronts, if, somebody, if a nerd is already kind of into that thing, they're already going to have it. Okay. Pokemon is a good example here that, like, if, you know, my little brother and I are into Pokemon, it's literally already sitting on my desk. There's no need yeah. to, to try to buy me a copy because I'll already have it. Yeah. Um, uh, but if it's a game that's coming closer out to the date you're going to give the gift at, so some games won't come out until, like, two weeks before Christmas here, that may be a good option as well because then you can get it to them for Christmas with the intention of saying, hey, I didn't think you'd have this yet. And you look like a cool person because you got the newest and greatest game. Well, I mean, should you be looking for a particular sort of trend within the games they do like? Um, I mean, you know, some people like like um, shooting games. Some people like strategy games. Mm -hmm. I mean, is there a, should you be looking for a particular trend? Sometimes even a good pre-order. Sometimes or? a pre-order might even work out well here too. So there's games that'll come out. That won't come out for maybe another six or seven months in some cases. Um, so sometimes maybe even buying a pre-order might work out well too. Um, though the only thing again I'll say with the pre-order here is that to make sure that it's not something they've already pre-ordered as well because getting back pre-orders can be tricky. Yeah. Um, and then trying to refund it back in the process might be... A little... Yeah. This is, again, knowing your nerd is a very useful thing here in this case. And, and even then... Maybe asking, you know, like what game, you know, is there like a really cool game you've you've wanted but not had a chance time for? There's a lot of great games I really would love to finish. I just love to find time to finish them and not yeah. do twelve other things I really want to yeah. do. Yeah. Um. So moving on from there, I think one of the next cool things to get might be clothing and accessories. I think a good a good t-shirt goes a long way a good yep. nerdy t-shirt and good nerdy t-shirt or a t-shirt that's in their vein always never misses it's always a great thing to have at the end of the day yep um and i've never known anybody to turn away a t-shirt in their desire in their desire at the end of the day well and 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 i have a number of very cool knitting shirts so i absolutely agree with mm -hmm. that um I think a great way to do to try to find things to, you can give them as a nerdy way is also find stuff you can camouflage with your everyday wear as well. Okay. Um, so I think that like if you're into like let's say Pokemon, and you are of the lady variety, maybe like a bracelet or um, some earrings or a necklace that you can kind of stealthily wear oh, with no, the rest no, of you. Come on, I have an excellent Captain Marvel T-shirt. Yeah, well, no, it's yeah. like a fake, and I have and I have a, a necklace to go with it. Oh yes, you do. I do. And again, those are stuff that you could wear with your office gear, your office attire as well. Mm-hmm. And again, the notion is to try to, uh, my intention is kind of to have stuff that you can wear all the time. So again, if like nerdy socks for me, for me as I work in an office setting would work well for me, uh, even just like a nerdy tie that I might be able to wear. Now my office doesn't let you wear a gimmicky sort of tie wear here. So keep in mind that every office might be a little different. Um, sometimes even stuff for your office desk might be useful too in that case if just because 
um, it's something you can put on your desk. And you true. can kind of, something a little small. Like, I have a little Lego Thanos on my desk because I really love the bad guys in movies. I, I have I have Captain Marvel on my desk. I know. And, and, a, and a Flurkin. Yes, and a very... I have a Flurkin. I have um, the... A, the a fun- pop, a Funko uh, Funko Funko guys um, on my desk and people come in and look at what the hell is wrong with that cat oh yeah well you, you have the other cat back at home which is equally just as bizarre for people oh I love I love that one. Oh, that's that cat is so amazing yeah yeah the the the, um, the octopus portions actually project from the cat mm-hmm. push a button oh it's so just awesome perfect yeah um, so yeah like that stuff is off uh, that stuff for work can be very fun as well um, when everyone's allowed, I think, to customize their desk a little bit without going too over the mm-hmm. board. Um, and sometimes a little thing on the desk might work well for that. Um, again, knowing your nerd is very useful. Um, not to downplay the ocean of like of clothing here, sometimes stuff you can't wear at office would be just as fun. Um, again, if you have like a jacket that's a, some sort of nerdy jacket here, it could be very interesting as well. Um, if you're a la- of the uh, feminine or lady variety, you know, if you have, like, a favorite Pokemon, like a dress or some sort of, like, coat or something like that. Like, for the nieces, I was thinking at one point, going on to Etsy and finding, like, coats in their favorite Pokemon. Ooh. I was really I was really close to getting an Eevee jacket for my youngest niece, and I don't know what to get the older one. I was thinking, she's the one in the Mewtwo, right? Or No, Mewtwo is, is no, you've gotten backwards. Okay. Um, which is easy to do. Uh, Mewtwo is is Nina, and um, the older one the older one is the Eevee princess, and Mewtwo is well, I Nina. Thought, I thought Nina was the Eevee one. No, it's it's actually um, Mia who's into uh, into Eevee, and um, and uh, Mia's into um, Mia's into Eevee and Mr. Mime, mm-hmm. and um, and Nina's into into Mewtwo because you know she's got that power thing going well she's young I, I appreciate it yeah but no again like something like that that they can wear around for for fun or out to or out and about could be interesting for them to wear the kind of their nerdiness on their sleeves and yeah more, uh, absolutely absolutely true. um or just either like it, it, even just the most simplest thing in the world is a kickaroomi as well which is the um <laughs> we have we have those in several yeah so a kickaroomi is a uh, like a set of like a very kind of Fuzzy. It's pajamas. a onesie. So it's a, okay. So it's a onesie, and usually the head portion is stylized as an animal or something of that nature. And let me tell you, that's where eBay comes in handy. Oh yes. Um, because they, that's a great site. We we have one year when we all wore them mm-hmm. on Christmas morning. Oh yes. Um, which is by the way a great family photo shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had Pikachu and Tigger and. Um, I was a dragon. Yeah, we yeah. So we we had, um, I was Eeyore, which you know was, but Eeyore's but my go. favorite. It, actually, I'll lie. Rabbit's my favorite Winnie the Pooh character. There you go. Because he, because he just wants to get work done. Yeah. And everyone else just bothering him with his with the, with their. Everybody else is annoying. Oh yeah. yeah. To him at least. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, we had we had one we had Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think I think clothing can be a great option. Um, it's one of those times in which you really want to know the size of the person you're getting it for. Except the kickaroos really are like those kind are, of size free, not yeah, those, completely, those, but one size fits all for a lot of those. Pretty they, they close, don't, they yeah. Don't, they don't get a lot of variety in the sizes on those. But you don't need a lot of variety in the sizes. No, on no those, you yeah. don't. Um, um, the next one here I would recommend here what might be tickets. Excellent thought. So tickets to something that's happening in the area. You know, these work well for basketball games and football games and baseball, hockey, and, you know, stuff like that. If you have a person that's into wrestling, wrestling comes around all the time. We just had uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling here at the beginning of the month. Yeah. Um, it had some of, some of my favorite wrestlers who had now moved on from New Japan Pro Wrestling been in there. I would have gone to go see that, but... Um, with the hope that they would have been in it, but yeah, um, but again, like wrestling comes around fairly frequently, and tickets to that, you know, the earlier you get them, the better seats you can get as well for that. Yep. Um, if you have like a local uh, theater hall or civic center nearby you, there's probably a um, there's always a touring group that uh, orchestra that does video game music or pop culture music here. 
I hadn't even thought of that, but you're right. So, like, I know there was one that did Zelda music um, back in September. Um, back when we still had Fanime nearby, there was a concert last year that was happening right around the same time for Final Fantasy music. Um, so those do come; those do come around, not that commonly, but they do pop up from every every once in a while. So it's always kind of a good idea to kind of catch up for those. Um, if you have a lo- if you have a person that goes to a convention that's in town or nearby, or they go to this convention every year, maybe getting their uh, their entry pass for that might be a good thing for them too. So um, if you have somebody who again goes to like Fanime or um, Comic Con, PAX, usually the earlier you can get the tickets, the better. Um, so that might be an option to get somebody's convention tickets for a weekend. That's actually a really cool idea. Yeah, and again, it's one less thing they have to worry about in that particular case, which gives them a peace of mind to focus on other stuff. And or, or maybe that's money that goes into buying something cool at the convention or working on their cosplay or maybe their hotel reservations. Yeah. You know, things no, that put people, people to mind. And then kind of the last kind of indulgent thing is a collection. Collections are hard to... Collections are kind of the more harder one here. Because everyone's got a different kind of collection that they keep. That they keep. Yeah. Um, I'm not no. Like I have a very very tiny collection of Funko things. Usually stuff I like. Um, That's tiny. That's well, a tiny collection. I've seen people with a lot worse. I, I have maybe twelve in total. That's true. Then I have a Doctor Strange by my bed. But again, I, I like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a lot well, I more. know somebody gave your so so um, somebody gave your brother a tie that he absolutely loves. Mm-hmm. That is his um, JoJo. Oh, okay, youngest one. Oh, yeah, yeah, bunch of JoJo reference stuff. Yeah, yeah. Again, stuff like that is um, more kitschy. Like a lot of my figurines are not necessarily, or more or less, me there to remember how cool this thing was and remind myself how fun it was. Yeah. Um, sometimes some people's collection might be adding to their DVD or their DVD collection or a book collection too. So if somebody has been um, interested in getting into a new series or a new book in that series is coming out, that might be interesting. Um, if there's uh, a DVD collection of a, of a show that somebody really likes, like somebody, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones, or somebody's really into uh, JoJo's Bazaar, I know they have the DVDs for that. Might be a nice little addition to somebody's collection. Oh, excellent idea. Um, okay. Or even if, again, like if somebody's really into a movie like Captain Marvel, maybe a figurine of that might be of interest to them. Well, and the other thing that, that along that, that line is um, I, I once um, uh, bought your father Gary Kasparov's signature. Oh, yeah. And again, other collectibles like uh, other collectibles that are personalized are even cooler in some cases. Yeah. Um, the more personal you can get, it would be even better. Autographs for some people are going to be far and few in between in some cases. Um, well, and probably one of the most, because I have a chest nerd, I'm married to a chest nerd, um, one of the, the best gifts I ever gave um, was um, a series of games. I was able to buy a series of internet games with a grandmaster. And so he had the right to play this grandmaster, and they, they played um, several times. Oh, awesome. And I imagine something like that might be available. Somebody who's quite famous for, for playing maybe. Um, oh, yeah. S- selling their time to do that. Yeah, again, I mean, like this is going to be really a time in which um, knowing your nerd is going to become very important to them. Not, like, not a cheap date, by the way. No, I would imagine not. But he loved it, so oh, who I cares? I, 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 yeah. I don't care. Who, I don't think he would have cared who it was he was playing at that point. Yeah. Anybody who would have played professionally or who would have played with him would have been fun for him, I imagine. Yeah. Um, but that's a great way to kind of lead into kind of the specialty category. Um, where again, like, again, this is going to be one of those times which knowing your nerd is going to be the most useful thing in the world because knowing what's going to just make their minds explode with, oh my goodness, I can't believe you got this would be one of those times. Um, and then, and so some of the recommendations for this might be trying to find stuff that you can't buy normally. Okay. Um, again, signatures I think are really great, and I think um, getting, uh, as an example, uh, time with a grant master was really useful. Um, but I also think finding stuff out there that could be kind of very personalized to somebody else 
could be rather difficult for somebody. Um, one of the things I can recommend here is definitely Etsy. I love Etsy. Etsy is a great option um, for people who want to uh, find stuff that you probably wouldn't be able to normally buy. Lots of custom cosplay stuff on Etsy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, it cos that's where I got my absolutely perfect um, uh, Princess Peach crown and and her um, her brooch and the earrings. Um, so there are lots of people out there on Etsy. I know I know your brother got his. Uh, Green Ranger helmet on Etsy, which is an absolutely perfect Green Green Ranger helmet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, is that something you could you could do? I think it'd be a great option for for somebody. Um, I think, especially if you were looking for something that's very kind of personalized and very very unique that somebody you know somebody else is not going to have, Etsy and eBay might be a great option to look for stuff like that. Um, I know when I go to look for costumes, um, if I'm buying it um i definitely want to go to like an etsy or cosplay store online because i know that um the more professional it is the better chance we'll have of getting the sizes i need because again i don't fit the normal sizes typically um but and i and i found a cosplay store online that that did did them um two size to build. oh yeah, yeah yeah and usually the better cosplay stuff will do it two size for yeah. you they won't offer yeah. like a small, medium, or large. Sort yeah, of they'll do it. They'll do it to measure. They'll give you a, a ballpark, but then they'll ask you for your custom measurements. Yeah, or yeah. or they'll just say, "Oh, it's an extra fifteen dollars for custom sizes." Yeah, which is I, yeah, which is fair, I think, for a costume. If you're going to spend a hundred dollars on a costume, it's worth it to spend an extra fifteen dollars to have it the custom sizes for you. Yeah. Um, that being said, even on Etsy, there's great stuff on there. Like I'm sure. For our chessy nerd, we could find stuff that's, you know, very uniquely chess for him. Like, we could probably find <coughs> either, like, nice hardwood sort of pieces or um, even boards that do certain unique things. Or maybe we even find, like, a theme. Chess clocks. They, I, yeah. I found really nice chess clocks on. Yeah, on I think NC's a great place to find very specialty sort of stuff here. Well, and custom made. I, I think um, because I use both Etsy and eBay to try to find custom things. Because I do try to find, especially for like the small stuff that goes in your stocking. Mm -hmm. um, I do try to find custom custom things or things that are specific to whatever nerd passion there is. There's a couple Mario things in Mark's stocking this year. Mm -hmm. um, and all I find if I'm looking for um, things that are uh, being re resold. Mm -hmm. So things that would have been, as you said, in in um, some like sort a loot of loot crate or something yeah. else like that. If I'm looking for something that's going to be that's going to be resold, I'm going to find that on eBay. If I'm looking for something I want crafted or custom done, I'm going to find that on Etsy. Now I know there's there's product being resold on Etsy, and, and a lot of people list on both. But um, I have an easier time searching for handmade goods on Etsy and an easier time searching globally for, for other items on eBay. And eBay ind index is better. Oh yeah, and don't don't forget to um, look on Amazon as well. I have found a lot of good stuff on Amazon and even some of the people that are selling stuff on Etsy, I found their stuff on Amazon as well. Oh, Alibaba as well. Oh, Alibaba, yeah, although I worry about Alibaba shipping is the only thing. Well, yeah, no, I know, I bought something a month ago that just now gets shipped, but, um, but yeah. yeah, so the, yeah, that's that's a true statement. If you're buying on eBay, well, and it's true on Etsy as well, but um, I find it more so on eBay. On Etsy, if I buy from individuals that are making it, and a lot of the things I've bought on Etsy have actually come from the Ukraine or Russia or, or um, Eastern Bloc, what I think of as Eastern Bloc countries. Oh, yeah, no, I have a amazing Wookiee puppet um, that came all the way from Canada. Okay. So, yeah, so no, yeah. yeah. Um, whereas, I mean, whereas, Canada, but I mean, like, deep in Quebec. Um, well, and a lot of stuff on on eBay is is coming from China, China yes. and Taiwan, um, and um, and so do allow for shipping times. If you're if you're going to go that route, and, and it, Etsy because they're they're handmade and people take time to craft, mm -hmm. because for a lot of people um, it's their second job. Oh yeah. Um, uh, and eBay, if you're if you're going to buy anything that's shipped internationally, um, you know you want to be out there three weeks ahead of it. Oh yeah, no, definitely anytime. It, Especially Etsy, too, if you're going to want to get something off of Etsy, they might take up to 68 weeks to make. So it might be a little late to get it for Christmas, um, but, you know, that's not to say that, like, you couldn't still give it as something else later on. 
Well, or or even give the receipt for it. Yeah, that you know, too. black out, black out the dollar dollar amount and give the receipt for it. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've had situations where something didn't quite arrive. Yeah, that, that, that can happen. Yeah, but I think I think from a timing standpoint, if I were going to order something from either of those sources, I'd want to be ordered by December first. Oh, at least by December first to give it enough time, because there will be a lot of shipping going on over the a next. A lot of shipping, and and I mean, I, I think you know we're on the the uh, the west coast, so things I order from China. Um, will will take usually two weeks. Yeah. Whereas if you're going East Coast, they might take longer. Um, yeah, add yeah. Like maybe almost an extra week depending on the yeah. shipping and handling at that point. Yeah, exactly. If not the fees too, possibly. Well, and clearing customs and all those things take time. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just saying when I do those things, I make sure I've got, because um, I ordered something for your father from Germany just last week. Um, I want to make sure I'm ordered at least three weeks out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I ordered something... For somebody else, and I know I've ordered. I ordered that on Monday, and it won't get here till like mid December. Okay. So it happens. Yeah. Um, other specialty things might just be time. Again, like you were saying before, with the with the chess grandmaster, that was somebody's time at the end of the day that you mm-hmm. personally bought. Yeah. Uh, but it might also be um inviting yourself to enjoy something with somebody else too so it might be finding a way to play minecraft with somebody else um who would normally not expect you to be in minecraft or maybe pulling up a deck and saying hey i need you to help me get better at this or something that's actually a really good insight because i know um for john you know i know for several of my children just just sitting down and doing what they love with them yeah. Um, and, and taking interest in it is is in its own way a gift. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a full-time investment, I would imagine. I think I think for a lot of nerds, just knowing that somebody ha- you know, was willing to kind of jump into the same boat that they were already in is enough for them. And I find that a lot of people, um, even if you're not fully into it at the end of the day, like you can still kind of not along like somebody i remember well, I, I don't even think it's not along i i think um i'll go back to the manga museum i expected that i was going to the manga museum for you mm-hmm. but at the end of the day you found something to enjoy it at the end of the day i too. probably had more fun than you did um only because i was watching other people do do what they love and watching the passion and seeing the the interest and it was it was fascinating and and fun, and um, I think part of the gift is your attitude going into it. Oh, absolutely. So, so I don't think it's even just nodding your head. I think it's it's opening yourself up to seeing why they enjoy it. So I mean, I, I, to that as an example, do you think you would have ever been into Game of Thrones if I hadn't done this? Oh podcast? no, but I've loved it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you. You would totally go out of Cersei Lannister, uh, either like Cersei Lannister or... Um, I think I kind of rejected it because it was too sort of um, that nerd... Fantasy, nerdy yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but but totally loved it. So so allowing yourself exposure is different than just sort of going along for the ride. Oh, I can tell you one of my favorite experiences with that. Um, for my dad's birthday, I got to take him to a movie, and the movie we watched was a Star Trek movie now. He has no vested interest in Star, Star Trek, Trek yeah. on any particular level. I'd be hard-pressed if he could tell me the name of the ship, much less the captain. Yeah, unless uh, it was Kirk. Well, yeah, well, no, I think everyone knows yeah. Kirk. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, I got to spend time with my dad watching a movie, something that I was really into, and um, he watched it with me. So I thought that was plenty cool in and of itself at the end of the day. Yeah, so a lot of times just giving somebody your time and attention is a gift as well. Yeah. 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 Um, and I think I think that's a, I think that's kind of a good place to to leave this off at because there's not a lot. I mean, knowing your nerd is going to be the most important part of this here. It's trying to figure out what they're into so you could cater your presents to them or your gifts to them at the end of the day. And your gift doesn't have to be a thousand dollar gift. It doesn't even have to be a ten dollar gift. I think in a lot of cases time can be very useful or finding a way to make their lives easier is mm-hmm. certainly a very good thing here as well. Yeah. Um, and again, like any nerd here, just being for them is just just enough for them. Yep. So uh, we're going to put some of these notes and some of these recommendations online at our website at, nerd, at www.nerdtutorialpodcast.com. We'll put the entire podcast on there as well, as well as our 
Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash nerd tutorial. And if you have any great ideas for gifts or ideas of ways to shop for nerds, please let me know at nerd underscore tutorial on Twitter. We'll be happy to put it up on the website as well. And from myself to my mom, thank you so much for checking us out. Um, we might skip next week because it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, but we'll certainly be back afterwards. And I have ideas. My mom will get to pick the idea. Ooh, cool. So, oh, I like that. Um, so on behalf of myself, uh, thank you so much for listening to us. And we'll catch you guys again next time. Bye. Bye.